MyMac.com podcast number 296, iPad High, Mac Mini Low. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. The path to true enlightenment can take many forms, but this probably isn't one of them. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone, Guy Searle here for the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 296 of our weekly podcast. There's only three more shows where you can enter our 300th show contest, where we have all kinds of cool stuff, and we'll, we'll get more into that in a little bit. And as per usual, I have, I have my co-host here, and that's Gazmaz. Good evening. How are we today? Oh, we are fine. Uh, we're recording a little bit early. So, yeah, caught uh, me out completely, that did. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, you know, as you know, I mean, I, I wasn't able to sleep and I was tired, so I left work early and I figured, okay, well, instead of doing the smart thing, which would be to take a nap, instead I would sit here in front of a microphone super tired. So this should be a very interesting show. Yeah, but you're talking to me. That'll keep you awake. Well, yeah, God, I hope so. Sorry, now let me rephrase that. It'll get on your toes, that's for sure. Uh, and I wear size 16 shoes, so when I keep on my toes, that that's really something. Yeah, is that is that American size 16? Yeah, I think that's like a 54 or 55 in European size. It's been so long. Uh, we we do have some feedback, Gaz. We just, just we won this good, week. Good, good, good. Yeah, it's based on a contest entry from John... Oh, and if I screw this name up, he will never forgive me, I'm sure. Gorowski from Harrington Park, Australia. Thanks for uh, for writing in, John, and thanks for entering the contest. He has this to say. Hi, guys. Thanks for the opportunity to enter your contest. I have been listening to my Mac podcast for the last three years, so we know he's a glutton for punishment, and cool. have enjoyed the experience. Would like to see you guys review more iPad and iPhone apps of merit, Best wishes and keep up the good work from John Gorowski. Well, it just so happens that, John, in our third segment today, we are going to do a little bit of talking about iPad apps. And there's yeah. a good reason why. And But we're not going to go into that just yet. I've got a feeling on a few shows coming up, with it might get mentioned once or twice Ooh, in the next just, few, Well, just, probably 300 shows. Yeah, just maybe. <laughs> Uh, but before we go into all that, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the new content that you can find at MyMac.com. The first one is from our very own Donnie Yankelo. It's the ultimate sleeve case for iPad review. And the next one uh, on the MyMac.com uh, website is Popcorn 4. That's a review by Rich Lefko. We have the Elon Passport Folio iPad case review from John Nemoroski, good old John Nemo. Uh, noise reducing uh, AUX audio cable. That's a review from Owen Rubin. And also from Owen Rubin, uh, over on the, the blog side, it's called VoIP AT&T Not Ready for Prime Time. And also from Donny Ancolo, we have Maxpiration, the quick tip. Um, multi-IG for your iPad. Now, I, I haven't read that one yet. Uh, no, I haven't. Have, I have, you, have you looked at that? No, I haven't. I haven't had the chance to read it yet, but I know that uh, as, as as soon as my schedule opens up, that I will be going over to read it, because Don, Donnie has just great stuff. So does Owen, for that he's, matter. He's, yeah, both those guys, real good stuff. And there's plenty of other stuff in there as well for you know people to go and read. Yep. And if you want to get a hold of us, well, there's several ways you can do it. Uh, both Gaz and I have Twitter names. Go ahead, Gaz. Mine is twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. And I am twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. Sorry, I have to do this every time I hear that. <laughs> uh, we also have a telephone number that, that, damn it anyway, no one is using. So somebody please call this number so I don't waste all my, all my money. It's, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll ring it up this week. Okay. Oh, thanks, Gaz. I appreciate that. Uh, it's a <laughs> Skype number, so you can probably get a hold of it through Skype as well. Uh, it's area code, it's American area code, 703-436-9501. Cool. And also... Uh, we're, we're, both, we're both on email, I believe, as well. I think so. Uh, I am, and I, I know this is going to come as a huge shock to everyone, guy at mymac.com. 
And, well, I've actually been abbreviated. I am gaz at mymac.com. So if you want to send us some information or some details or just write to us because we're really nice and we really appreciate people writing to us, just use either of those emails. Or you can, of course, write to feedback at mymac.com. Yes, yes. Feedback at mymac.com. And as a matter of fact, last week when we were doing some of the... uh the listener feedback we got it we got both of them from twitter yes that's right that's right yeah so any way you want to contact us hey i'm open to that yep we we love hearing from our listeners um now this week gaz has a little bit of a problem Oh, yeah, it seems I seem to I, I just hope these things don't come in threes. Now I don't know if you remember, but, but last week I think like I mentioned celebrity about deaths. Yeah, well, well, let's well, not go that far. No, no. <laughs> um, uh, last week I think I mentioned um, the issues I was having with my MacBook. Well, today I get home and I plug my iPod Touch into my Mac Mini. I sign into my account because obviously we've got a family of four. Um, and we all have our own individual accounts, and I've also got an administrator account. So there's five accounts on there which are regularly um, accessed, uh, the administrator account less so, of course. Of course. Any, anyway, I signed on to my account, put the um, iPod Touch in, ready for syncing, also um, stuck the shuffle on there, um, ready to sync up as well, because that has all of my podcasts, and it's easy just to wear that at work and use that and listen to that. Sure. Um, perhaps I should... We should perhaps talk about that sometime, about how I use my iPod Touch and my, uh, my iPod Shuffle. Anyway. I've I, never, I've I've actually, you know what? I, I have never, ever used a Shuffle. Have you I, not? No. Never. It's superb. It's superb bit of kit. And, you're, uh, and they're so cheap now. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, actually, I got mine free, but I won't tell anyone. Not if you <laughs> I think you just did. Ah, oh, so everyone, everyone, well, it, just no. forget that last bit, please. Just. Well, no, it was a legit reason, actually, because um, the, the, I was having... I don't know what I was ringing Apple about, and they they actually caused a problem with um I think it was um, the original Mac Mini that I got. And wait, they wait, hold on, hold on. You mean software. Apple? Apple made a mistake? Is that what yeah, you're trying yeah, to tell me? Yeah, yeah. Well, the guy the guy that I was talking to asked me to do something, and something went wrong. Anyway, they got me back to a state where obviously it was fine. But because it took such a long time in doing it, and I was on the phone, such you know, for, I was quite patient with them, no problems, you know, it's trying to get me fixed. Yeah. But because I've been on the phone such a long time, and it would actually spread over a, a day or so, I think, you know, I wasn't on the phone for a day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, they rang well, me better back. That, better that than the toilet. But let's not go there either. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and they rang me back the following day, and um, the guy said, "Well, because we've messing you about, because um, we had to go through this." Um, uh, would you like an iPod Shuffle? Yeah, and I said, <laughs> "Well, <laughs> of okay, course, yes. Well, okay, if you must." <laughs> all right. So that's, and I tell you what, I use it all the time. But we're moving away from the reason we wanted to talk about my Mac Mini, which oh, is we never do that. No, no, we never, we never stray off subject, do we at all? No, just, just not part of our remit. <laughs> I'm sitting currently in front of the MacBook. And I'm looking at my large screen. On my desk, I have the Mac Mini. Um, and I'm looking at the screen, which that's connected to. And currently, it says transferring information. Uh-oh. Because after I'd popped the two devices in, for some reason, my memory usage on the Mac Mini suddenly went through the roof. Because I've got on my menu bar, menu meters. Right. And it tells me what you know, memory and CPU is doing. And the memory suddenly started going through the roof, and I thought, what's going on here? Well, what were you doing at the time? Well, I wasn't doing anything. I was, uh, yes, sorry, I was. I was syncing up the iPod Touch. Ah, okay. Uh, and I think I'd gone to the web as well. So I might have had a web page open, but on nothing in particular. Yeah, it wasn't, well, nothing, you know, nothing that was going to like overly tax you no, know, even, no. even a Mac Mini. No, no. And then it just went, it, it, everything froze up. So I, I shut the machine down, got it shut down, which took forever. Restarted again, went into my account again, same problem. So I'm thinking, what is going on? So I go into the administrator account, and one of the first things I normally do is go into the administrator account and boot up Onyx to see if I can then pair disk. Because sometimes it's a great bit of software. Yeah, it is a it is a good bit of software, but it it wouldn't allow me to. There were some problems with Onyx running some um, 
some of the uh, scripts that it's got, which I thought, oh, that's, that's not good. No, that's not good. Sorry. So, so, so I closed sorry. that down, went into Disk Utility and tried to uh, verify the disk and repair the disk, which um, I'm not sure whether you can do that anyway um, or whether you should actually be booted into a uh, um, an attached drive or use your boot-up disk that right. you got originally with the machine. Anyway, it wouldn't allow me to, to do it. It so. wouldn't even let you boot up from your... No, 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 hang on. It wouldn't allow me to do the verify or repair disk. So, oh, okay. Uh, right, okay. right. I've got to get my uh, original disk, pop that in uh, to the machine, boot it up, pressed the Alt button or Option, um, and booted to the CD, Um opened up the CD, went to disk utility in the CD, and then tried to repair disk. And I got a fatal error, basically. Wow. When it was trying to repair the disk. It says, your disk is is basically kaput. I can't remember the exact language it used, um, but it basically told me that my hard disk needed... Um, uh, to be taken erasing, out and shut. Erasing and repartitioning, and then reinstall the software. Ooh. And I'm at the stage at the moment where it's telling me there are four hours and 50 minutes remaining <laughs> on the transfer information. Now, the thing with that is that four hours and 50 minutes has been going up and down like a yo-yo. So I, I oh, don't yeah. exactly know. It's about halfway across and it's a couple of hours. So I think it might just be two or three hours. Now, are, so, you, do, are you doing this off of uh, Time Machine or off of one of your I'm other I'm doing it from a Ethernet connected, not Wi-Fi connected, but an Ethernet cable connected um, Time Machine, which is on a hard drive which is connected by usb <laughs> to my time capsule <laughs> oh is that all i really should have gone into the garage grabbed the, the hard drive brought it in and connected it by firewire that would have been a much simpler solution but you know i'm too lazy well and well again you know it still would have probably taken you know easily two to four hours to do that yeah it wouldn't because it, it, it is a 500 gig drive you have in there yes correct Correct. So, you know, if you don't have to, and it's not going to make any difference, at least it's because, I mean, you're going to be asleep long before this is over anyway. So just let it go. <laughs> just let it do it through Ethernet. Yeah, I did. Well, once I got to the point, I actually tweeted something about saying, right, okay, I've, it's gone. It started transferring information. Uh, now it's the time for me to just sit and drum my thumbs and my fingers on the table. And I thought, well, that's, and I also said something about, well, that's like watching a kettle. So, sure. you know, kettle boil. So let's leave it. And basically I've left it. Well, did you, did oh. you, were you able to figure out exactly, you know, what the problem was as far as, you know, why it, it had a fatal error? No. No, the the I didn't get very much in the way of information on on what the problem was. Okay. So I, I've got to the point where, to be honest with you, guy, I, I I need I need the machine up and running. So I've just gone into the point, just let it get on with it, get it repaired. There's obviously something wrong. I've got a feeling it's a hard disk problem. Now, now you just got that disk not long ago, didn't you? No, I've had this a little while. Oh, okay, okay. So you're in the market for a new 500 gig drive. Well, I, I'm going to have to I, – I have got disk – I think I've got disk drive. Is it disk drive? I can't remember who does the – there's some software out there which is um, – I don't use very often, the disk uh, utility, uh, which will error check your uh, your hard drive. So once I've got um, everything back up and running, I'll do a quick check on it. But it may look like I have to, um, yeah – possibly get a new internal hard drive they don't last forever unfortunately no and especially with the mac mini using the the, the two and a half inch form factor drives um you know there's there's a lot of stuff going on in there in, in a very little space yeah and it, but it's been you know it's been pretty reliable and pretty good but yeah you, you're dead right but yeah. of course all the MacBooks have got two and a half inch uh, hard drives, and uh, they get, I think, a bit more of a battering than the Mac Mini because they obviously get thrown, well, not thrown about, but they get moved around <laughs> yeah. quite a lot. And I, I think people probably uh, are fair, a, a little bit rougher than they actually imagine they they <laughs> they, yeah, they are. know they are. Yeah, yeah. With uh, especially when you pop it into your, you know, you got these cases and you just kind of drop it in. You know, you slide it in gently, but after a while, I'm sure that you get. You know, there's a gap of two or three inches before you, and you just let go, and it drops down into the bag. So, and they get a battery. So, the Mac Mini really is, is quite in a you know a nice, neat, and uh, compact package. spot. So, yeah. so and it sits there. It doesn't get battered. Doesn't get thrown around the room. Doesn't get 
he doesn't see any adverse weather conditions. <laughs> now, now this was uh, a this was a refurb unit you got, right? Mm, or was no, it brand no, this, new? no, the no this um, no this was a. Do you know? I can't remember now. No, this was a new Mac Mini I got. Oh, okay, okay. This was a new Mac Mini I got. Yeah, because yeah, I I got not not too long ago. Uh, I think last uh, Christmas I got, or actually, I'm sorry, last year uh, I got both my boys uh, Mac Minis for their right. You know, and and cheapy little you know Acer twenty two inch monitors because they're not doing anything that requires like super accurate color or you know anything along those lines. So there's no reason why they can't use something other than a very very expensive Apple monitor. And they're they're perfectly fine. I'm, I, oh, I'll yeah. be honest with you. I've, it, they're not the X two two twos Ws, are they? By any chance? Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, at least one of them is. And then I've got well, a, I've got another one here in front of me well, as a sidecar monitor to uh, to my twenty four inch iMac. Well, snap! That's uh, that's the one I use. That's, and you're it's right. not a bad little monitor. It's not bad. It's not bad no. at all. It's not bad at all for the price. Um, yep. You know, we'd all like to have um, Apple monitors, but uh, oh, yeah, needs must. Needs must. You can only afford certain things. And um, well, I've been quite happy with it. I know that the color on it um, some could do with a bit of correcting, but that's fine. You know, it's yeah. absolutely fine. Well, as long as you're not, you know, like we were saying, as long as you're not having to do, you know, super accurate color correction on photos yep. or anything along those lines, you know, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's a great machine, and Acer makes a very, very nice, inexpensive LCD display. Yep, it's it's good to get started, but um, I, I know one thing, actually, and I, I know we don't always like talking about the name, but... Dell do some pretty good monitors as well for a reasonable price, but let's. let's oh yeah, talk. well I think I think well, well, we, well, we we can we can say it. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Dell's I think Dell has a, a relatively high end, uh, twenty three or twenty four inch monitor. I'm sorry, I don't know what the what the model number is. That is, you know, basically the the same monitor that Apple uses in their iMacs, or at least their you know their previous generation iMacs, not the twenty one yeah. and twenty seven yeah. inch. But those yeah, are real so, nice monitors. Absolutely. So we've gone we've gone from shuffle to monitors in one foul swoop. That's right. And a sick Mac Mini. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope it gets better. I must admit, I'm a I'm a little bit concerned. Well, we'll find out although, next week. Although, <clears throat> although I was telling you in the um, when we was just chatting before we started, I got down to opening the Mac Mini and changing a hard drive in less than fifteen minutes. It's still not something you want to do on to a regular occasion to be honest with you. no well yeah and well one of the things that that i had said was that i, I kind of wish the mac mini would allow you to use easily use an internal uh three and a half inch drive yeah i, I when you said that i i did think that there, there is not a lot of room in there well uh, certainly not think, enough room for a three and a half inch drive no and, and i think it would make it a lot hotter and it would make the form factor that little bit bigger i, I quite like the size of the mini as it is at the moment to be yeah. honest with you. well i mean it's not it's not like apple's going to change it for us anyway not likely okay <laughs> okay and uh, i think we're gonna we're gonna take a break and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the, the 300th podcast. Oh, God, here we go. Podcast, 300 podcast <laughs> contest. Podcast contest. The, the, the 300th podcast contest. Woo-hoo. Yeah, as long as you say it's slow, it sounds so much better. And uh, well, Speed it up, of course. Yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> Gaz, we can finally talk about the great stuff we're giving away in celebration of MyMac.com's 300th podcast. 300MyMac.com podcast is quite an achievement, Guy, so I hope the contest can live up to it. You know it will, and man, have some of the Mac developers of hardware and software come through this time. Uh, I'm looking at this list of prizes, and I must admit I'm a bit jealous that I'm not eligible to enter the competition. Me too, but two lucky listeners are going to get some great stuff. You know it. Look at what the first prize is. An amp tune from Mac Alley, Smile on My Mac, PDF Pen, Drive Genius, and Data Rescue from ProSoft Engineering. That's not all, because they also get a copy of Hazel from NoodleSoft, Reggie Ashworth's App Delete, Boink Software's Photo Magico 3 Pro, Default Photo X from St. Clair Software, 
and a Westone One TrueFit Professional Earphone from Westone. Wow, that's a prize package of nearly $700, Guy. Yeah, second prize looks great too, Gaz. It sure does. Another amp tune from Mac Alley, Joesoft Software here, another copy of Smile on My Mac's PDF Pen, Hazel from Noodlesoft, App Delete from Reggie Ashworth, and finally, a second Westone One True Fit from Westone. That prize is worth almost $400, Gaz. So what do they have to do to win this great swag, guy? Donate blood? Write an essay? Promise their undying allegiance to Steve Jobs? Not quite that severe. All they have to do is send an email to contest at mymac.com. That's it? No dragon slaying or fighting off ogres? Well, they will need to include their email address, telephone number, and an address to ship to if they win one of the prizes besides software. So just send in an email to contest at mymac.com with your contact information and you're in. That's it. Don't you have some lawyer speak to add now, Guy? All prizes awarded are the responsibility of the contest winners and the companies mentioned to ship and receive. Some of the software awarded will consist of a download link sent to the winners with no box copy made available. MyMac.com and the MyMac.com podcast are not responsible for distribution of any of the prizes awarded. No administrative writers or podcast personnel from MyMac.com or the MyMac.com podcast or are associated with any of the companies awarding prizes for the MyMac.com's 300th podcast contest are eligible to enter. Thank you, and I wish I had remembered to breathe while recording all this. Guy. Guy, I think he's passed out. Don't let his sacrifice be in vain. Enter the MyMac.com 300 podcast contest with an email to contest at MyMac.com. And we thank you for all your support of the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, this is Don McAllister from Screencasts Online. And I never listen to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back. I hope that little advertisement there about our 300th contest has got you all excited. Make sure that you get your uh, contest requests in because uh, there's not long left, actually. And we're going to be talking about one or two or possibly even three of the pieces of software that we've got available to us. And uh, uh, the first one up is ProSoft Engineering's Drive Genius, uh, which is at the moment is ninety nine dollars. Uh, that's a superb bit of kit, which I've got a feeling that uh, that Guy might have a little story about that coming up in a little while. Is that yeah. right, Guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to uh, to use that just recently. But before we talk about that, uh, also from ProSoft, there's data rescue for if, if you didn't back up, back up, back up, <laughs> then chances are uh, ProSoft Engineering's data rescue Hopefully, I mean, unless unless the drive is like you know in in a, in a little puddle on the floor underneath your your Macintosh computer, Data Rescue is probably one of your the best chances of getting that data off of that bad drive. And the last piece of software, which uh, will be also available in the um, prize in the contest that we've got coming up for three hundred, is Josephs here. Yeah, now I, I actually had a chance to 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 listen to. The difference between yeah, I was I was going to ask you about that because I I've not had chance to use this uh, this software and it looks like it it says that it improves uh, the audio quality. Um, oh, amazing! So, so really, yeah, that's um, good. I think it was it wasn't the last Mac World; it was the Mac World before this or before yeah. uh, the one in just in February. And uh, Tim and I were over at the the ProSoft JoeSoft Engineering booth. And they had an iMac running a, a particular movie, and they would kind of switch back and forth with these 30-second clips between just the movie and the movie after having gone through Joe Soft's, Joe Soft's Here program. And the difference was night and day. I mean, it just really? the, the lows, the, the lows were, were just so... You know, well, you know how 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 bass can just kind of you know g- grab you and you know yeah, get yeah. your attention, and the highs were just crisp and clean, so much better than what it was before. I, 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 perhaps we ought to give it away with every podcast download because it make us sound better. Well, you know, <laughs> they they can't perform miracles. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you had you had your problems. 
with your with your MacBook. And yeah, at least I, at least at least they're my own problems. Yeah, and and also your <laughs> Mac Mini. Yeah. Now, uh, for those of you who who may not have been listening to the podcast for a long time, I take Taekwondo. I I consider myself to be the oldest and slowest second degree black belt in the world, and being slow in Taekwondo is is not necessarily a good thing. Uh, but my 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 Taekwondo instructor, who's from Korea, uh, he's in his you know early sixties. He's he's not very technically minded, and a few years back when he was looking for a computer, he knew that that I knew a little bit about it, and I recommended that he get a Mac, which he did. Yeah. He had a uh, he ended up getting it was a one point eight gigahertz G five twenty or actually seventeen inch uh, iMac. Isn't, isn't it funny, guy? How we all become Steve Jobs salesmen? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I mean, there's just something about using a Mac that that just gets you excited in a way that Windows yeah. never did. But that that's a story for another day. Um, well, he he came to me last week and and was telling me, "Oh, Mr. Guy, my my computer's not working." So I I told him to to go ahead and, and bring it into the Dojang, and I would I would bring over some stuff and take a look at it. And you he, see, you're talking. You're talking. I've got no idea what you see. he brought it into the dojang. I've, I've just got no oh, idea. Oh, sorry. What that, that's that's like the school. That's <laughs> yeah, good man. <laughs> dojang, come uh, da I'll speak Korean some other day. <laughs> so he brings this computer in. I turn it on, and immediately the the screen turns gray. You know, the the typical boot up gray. But instead of seeing the the little Happy Mac. I see a blinking folder with a question mark, which is which ah, that's, basically that's means not good. that's yeah. not good. That means that um, the computer is not seeing a valid uh, system folder. Correct. Yes. So I said, okay. So I um, I got out my laptop and I connected it up via um, FireWire and put it in target mode, holding down the T key when I booted it up, and I was able to to bring it online and I could see the disk. But I, disk utilities would not see the disk, right? Which meant that there was some That's, there were some problems yeah. here. So yeah. I, I broke the There's bed. Some major gremlins in there, isn't oh, there? Oh yeah, some yeah, major gremlins in there. And he he likes to download music of a particular genre that he listened to when he was growing up, and he sometimes would get them from let's just say fairly questionable sources. <laughs> Uh oh. Uh oh. Right. So, at at this point, I, I went to him and I, I said, uh, "I'm sorry, sir. It looks like your hard drive is pretty much toast, and you're going to need a new one." He had an 80 gig drive in this. And this is this machine was purchased in I think 2005. So I, I go to a, a local store and I get a, a 500 gig drive for about eighty dollars, or le- actually yep. less than eighty dollars. And Incredible I prices at the moment. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And for those who have ever opened up the the old white G5 uh, IMAX, I mean, they're a piece of cake to work on. There's like three screws on the bottom that you loosen, and then the whole back comes off, and then everything is laid out. There was so a- you don't have to get any stickers on the front screen to make sure that you hold it in place; it doesn't fall out and smash onto the. Table. No, it's great. They they just they stay right in place, and then there there are two screws that hold the fan cover in. And then there's three screws that hold down the drive, and that's that's basically it as far as screws Excellent. go. And now, if you look Excellent. at the, the newer ones, you know, I mean, you practically have to be a neurosurgeon to get into some of them. Yeah, I, well, I've seen these these obviously these window suckers that you can get that you've got to put on the front of them, so obviously the screen doesn't fall out. And um, yeah, cause that's that's some bit of kit if that fell out. But sorry, I'm 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 stopping you mid flow. <laughs> it's not like I ever interrupt you, guys. Um, <laughs> no, I've, I've been told that, that I have a tendency to interrupt people, and, and I don't think it's true, but what do I know? So no. I uh, I get the back off, I get the disc out, I put the new disc in, and I had a copy of Leopard 10.5. I figured, okay, well, I'll slap Leopard on this, and you know I'll, I'll do what I can to try to get some of this information off this old drive. So I put the new drive in, put it back together, slip in my, my Leopard disc, and it was getting kind of late. It was probably... Uh, getting on 9.30 at night when I slipped the disc in. And I figured, okay, I'll just let it do its thing, and then I'll come here at lunchtime the next day and finish up. Well, I come in the next day, and the installation had failed. Ooh. Yeah. Now, if for anyone who's ever installed OS X on a, on a bare drive, uh, 
once you get past the, the the little thing where it asks you what language you want to use, there's this little disk check that comes up. Now, it's not checking the disk that you're installing it on. It's checking the disk that you're installing it I'm, it, oh, I messed that up. From. From. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it basically does the it DVD It checks the check. DVD check. And yeah. I, I, I just usually just click skip and go past that. Well, yeah, I normally do that as well. There was probably not a very good reason for me to do that because the disc was damaged. Uh-oh. Yeah, my installation disc was damaged. So now I'm freaking out. You know, he's got this this new drive in here, and I, I no longer had a complete copy of uh tiger i had a, a, a an upgrade version of tiger going from panther to to tiger but i didn't have a good tiger disc and i didn't have a good leopard disc and i couldn't install snow leopard because this is a power pc mac yeah oh so i'm freaking out trying to figure out what to do and i have this uh it's right here somewhere let me find it there it is i have this this little box that it's it's by this company called Thermaltake USA. It's called the Black X Bear SATA Drive Solution. And there's other companies that make ones that are very similar to it. And okay. I figured, okay, I'm going to use this, put the old drive in that, connect that up to my, my so, laptop. So what, what, is, what is that thing, Guy, that you've got there? It's, it's basically, it, it's this little black box that you can just drop a, a, a bare drive. No enclosure, okay. no nothing. Okay. And it's got, it's got right. SATA connectors on the bottom of it. Okay, yeah. So, so I connected okay. that into right. there, plugged the USB cable into uh, my laptop, and lo and behold, all of a sudden, it was seeing it, and Disk Utility was seeing it. So I was like, oh, great. You know, I, I can, maybe I can do something with this drive. And this is the 80 gig that I had pulled out of it. The, the, the 500 yes, at this yes. point is still just barren blank and barren as the desert. So yeah. I, I run some disk utilities Strip on naked. it. Yeah, I, I do p- permissions and repairs on it. And when I started to do the repair, you know, you've got the little window there that's telling you what it's fixing. And usually there's like, you know, maybe four to five to maybe ten little things that it, that it yeah. does. All of a sudden, yes. there's this wall of text. I mean, just like, and, and it was all related to some printer driver, to this old printer. Really? They weren't even using the printer anymore. And it, it just rolled and rolled. There had to have been hundreds of these error messages. Yeah. And I mean, I had never seen anything like this before in my life. And I'm trying to explain this to, to my Taekwondo instructor, and he's just got this this completely, you know, unscrewed. You know, inscrutable look on his face. Yeah, I was I just tell, say, he had imagine, no idea what it was I was talking he's about. Tr- he's, tr- he's trying to feign interest because you're helping him out. Right. <laughs> but he really doesn't care. He, he just doesn't give a damn. I fixed it. I he fixed just, it. Yeah. That's, all he, that's all he wants to hear. That's exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I ran that a couple times and then ran some permission checks and, and all of a sudden the drive seemed to be okay. Right. So I said, okay, well, I, I can't install anything on the 500 yet. So the next thing I did was I I took the, the 500 back out of the iMac mm-hmm. and I put his the 80 gig drive back in it. Then I got a copy, an older copy, because as it turns out, he was running uh, 10.3.9. So I got an older copy of Carbon Copy Cloner and I took the, the uh, oh, I just said it too, the, the thermal... Thermal Take USA Black X Bear Seda Drive Solution, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, could, could do with a snappier name, but with, yeah. it's done a good job. Yeah. And I connected that up to the USB port and I put the 500 gig drive in that and then copied right. everything from the 80 gig drive on the 500 that. gig drive. And then once that was done, put the 500 back in, booted up, everything was great. So, but except, there was, yeah, it was still running 1039. Okay, but and also I'm just thinking you've got all those drivers still in there, or did they get fixed? No, they all got fixed. They all got fixed. Yeah. Great. So Great. the Great. last thing I did before I finally closed it up was I had this upgrade version from ten three to ten four. Okay. Right. So I upgraded him. Now I already had. I still had the eighty gig that had all the information on it. So if something went horribly, horribly wrong when I was doing the upgrade from 10.3 to 10.4, I still had this as a backup. Yeah, you still got some sort of backup. Right. So I upgraded it to 10.4 and then spent probably, 
close to two hours getting all the updates for Tiger, you know, to get it up to 10, 4, 11, mm, right. and all yeah. the, God, there must have been like 10 JavaScript downloads. Every single time I thought I was going to be done, it was like, oh, no, there's another JavaScript. I got to download and put that in. They didn't, they didn't have a combo update or anywhere that you could grab, I suppose. Not for, not for JavaScript. You had to do that one at a time for some weird reason. Right, right. Weird. Yeah, but by the time I got done, it basically cost him about $80 for the drive. He bought me dinner one night, which is about all I really expected. And yeah. um, he now has all of his all of his music that he had before. Instead of having a rather tight 80-gig drive, he's now got this wide-open 500-gig drive. And this machine will probably last him for another four years. Excellent. Well, you did you did an admirable job there, guy. An admirable job. Yep. I, 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 well just, done. Just just and took me three days to do it. Have you told him about <laughs> backups? Yes. Um, now <laughs> he's got he has two sons. One in his twenties. One in he's his his younger son is in college, and his daughter who just got you know graduated from college. And I told him, I said, okay, this is what you need to do. Uh, you need to get another five hundred five hundred. Um, Meg memories. Deep. Yeah. Well, no, 500 meg stick. All right. Yeah. He only had 512 or 512 in it. So I said, get another 512, put that in it. That's going to speed it up in, you know, immensely. And right. I said, the, okay. the other thing you need to get is a 500 gig firewire uh, drive, you know, 500 gig enclosure. God, I'm messing this up. 500 gig drive in a FireWire enclosure. God, pull, pull yourself there. together, man. <laughs> pull yourself together. Yeah, heaven's nah, sake. I'm back. And, <laughs> you, and I know you was up late last night. I'll yes, yes, I was. The reason why I, I told them that they they needed the the FireWire drive is that the PowerPC Max will not boot off of USB off an, off an external USB drive that I'm aware of. Plus, I, I, to be honest with you, I'd always encourage people to use a firewire. In my experience, they're just they are quicker and they they're just they just, just better. easier to use. It's just, yeah, they're better to use. Yeah. Okay, so so he's going to go out and do that and make sure he backs up, is he? Um, well, I, I is he going to have you have you told him to use um, Super Duper or have you told him to use uh, Time Machine because he can use Time Machine, of course, with the uh, the current OS he's got now. Yeah. Well, that well, no, because he's he's on ten four. Oh, and Time Machine didn't come with ten four, of course. No, no. that was ten five. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, so he's going to obviously got to use either Super Duper or Carbon Copy. Yeah, yeah. And um, if we get to that point, uh, I I will connect everything up. I will get either Carbon Copy Cloner or Super Duper, uh, you know, a paid yeah. a paid version of it, and yeah. and set up a, a regular late night backup so that he yeah, won't, he won't even have to bother with it. Because he won't. Good idea. Good <laughs> it, it just goes to show that, uh, you know, uh, and we've got two different scenarios here. You've got the scenario where he's got, you know, a fairly old machine. You've got, you don't really know where he's been going to get stuff. So it could have been anything that caused the problem. Oh, yeah. It could have just, and it could have just been old age of the machine as well. I mean, it, you know, oh, sure. years. Um, and you've got that scenario where you've then got a failure. I've got a, a failure for some reason. Obviously, I, I'm not going to be putting any blame on apple here because i've been into the machine and changed it for an external hard drive and i've got a feeling it's the hard drive that's the problem but this goes to show it doesn't matter whether you're on windows linux or a mac or any other computing system backups are so important yep i mean i've you know i've got i'm actually transferring me information from the time uh time machine backup but i've also got two further firewire clones of the machine as well which is you know just in case sure so backup 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 important. It's important, folks. It's important. Yep. And we're and going just, to take our... Go ahead. I was just, I was just going to say, it, you don't know how important it is until you need it. Yeah. And then if you haven't backed up, it's usually too late at that point. Correct. <laughs> so, but all, yeah, all's not lost. Keep a smile on your face. Yep. <laughs> and, and if that does happen, maybe uh, ProSoft Engineering's Data Rescue can help you out. Great link. Yep, and we are going to take our second and last break. Uh, I know the last couple shows we've done three breaks. We've decided to, to change that to just two. And we'll be back in just a minute. See you soon. Hey, it's Gaz. 
and Guy from the MyMac.com podcast, and we have a special offer for those who want to reach a broad audience of Macintosh, iPod, iPhone, or iPad users. Who would those people be, Guy? Any company offering hardware, software, or services related to Apple's products that want to reach a tech-savvy, diverse, and a worldwide market. That sounds like it would fit right in with our audience, Guy. If only there was some way they could, you know, let our listeners know about their products. Funny you should say that, Gaz, because there is a way that they can. What? There's a way that software and hardware vendors could actually talk directly to our large audience? Sure is. All they have to do is advertise on the MyMac.com podcast. What if they want banner ads on the MyMac.com website? Well, for an extra charge, we'll give them banner ads, too. No, I don't think so. What? What do you say no to? Well, how about this? They advertise on the MyMac.com podcast, and we give them the banner ads on the MyMac.com website for free. <laughs> That's just crazy talk. Only way I'll be a part of it, Guy. All right, all right. We'll throw in the banner ads for free. That's more like it. So how do people find out more information? Simply send an email to ads at MyMac.com. That's A-D-S, ads at MyMac.com. Oh, that sounds easy enough. So send in your requests for more information to ads at MyMac.com. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Two men not afraid to cry. It's the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hey, welcome back to the last segment tonight for the MyMac.com podcast. Yes. Yo. Yeah, uh, there's a little event happening. Yeah, there is. It's uh, I think it's called the Worldwide Developers Conference, otherwise known as WWDC, which everybody likes going, yep. going to or coming, listening about, because uh, very often uh, they have some announcement. And I believe that Mr. Jobs is actually giving the keynote. And uh, speculation on a new iPhone is pretty much a given. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think I think there's definitely going to be uh, – if they don't release – a new a new iPhone at WWDC. They will be rioting in Cupertino. Well, yeah, I, I also think he's going to be talking. I think they're going to be doing a little bit of defending on the software as well, because obviously um, OS four will be mentioned, and we'll, oh, we'll yeah. get news about that after the uh, the recent Google uh, conference. Yeah, the and also, I/O conference. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm also hearing quite a, a few rumors that people are expecting uh, news about the Apple TV, but. There again, we're always getting news about the Apple TV. TV and then so. they never do anything. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's just wait and see <laughs> what Mr. Jobs has for us. At, yeah, uh, you know what? And I really don't want to get into uh, <laughs> the rumors of you know either uh, either the iPhone or OS four. No, because no, because no, we'll be here all night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just don't want to do it. it. It it's depressing, especially when you know you talk about these these. Oh, it's going to be have this great new feature and. And my God, it will make it so much better than it was before. And then they come out and they do the various features. And that's the one thing that it doesn't have. I've got an iPhone version 4 here, actually. It makes the toast. Well, that's great. iToast. (laughs) Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, Now, I I believe you've got a story about a a newspaper, which now I've got to say, I've heard of The Sun. Over here in the UK, we've got a tabloid newspaper. They don't normally run too many stories about Apple, but uh, I think you've got a story from a similar-named newspaper. Yeah, somewhat similar-named. Um, now, again, we talked about this a little bit last week, you know, but the, the $97 uh, iPhone that Walmart is going to be, or sorry, the $97 16-gig 3GS iPhone that Walmart will be selling, and I imagine Apple and AT&T will have some similar discounts there was there was an article in the Fort Lauderdale Sun Sentinel. The only reason why this is kind of relevant for me, hey, I've got to say that that is not a newspaper that I regularly see. No, no. Chances are, <laughs> unless you actually live in South Florida and you don't get the Miami Herald, which is a much bigger newspaper, um, you probably never heard of the Fort Lauderdale Sun Sentinel. Can't say I have. Yeah, this this was the newspaper that when that when I was a kid, when I was a kid, 
I used to actually deliver on you know on a daily basis, and I am I so used, you, glad you, I don't do that anymore. You had a newspaper round, cool. You weren't one of those typically American kids that we see in in movies over here, and we we have this expectation of you driving around some wonderful tree lined suburb, and you're throwing the newspaper onto the garden. Was that uh, you? No, actually, uh, I had a great arm. I mean, I w- I had <laughs> I had this bicycle. And uh, because of the weight of the newspapers, I had this like Don't heavy, tell me it was heavy a duty. No, 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 no. It was more like a beach cruiser for people who know what kind of bike that is. It had a heavy duty front rim and this huge basket that I would put all the newspapers in. And I got to the point where, as I'm driving, I could almost get it on the front step, you know, front doorstep, almost every single time. Now, as far as the the tree lined streets go. <laughs> this 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 the 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 three or four routes that I had had been passed over from person to person to person because nobody wanted to deliver these newspapers. You know, the, ah, you'd go yeah. to try to collect for the newspaper, and you know, you'd see the the curtains move, but nobody would answer the door. You know, I mean that kind of thing. <laughs> so it was. I mean, these people were such a pain in the neck, and and anytime I got to an apartment building, uh, I literally would have to bring all the papers with me into the building. Because if I just left them there, they would be once missing when I came back. <laughs> that, that's great. Anyway, I really shouldn't have taken you down that rat hole. Because yeah. what's the story about? <laughs> well, the story. The story is uh, this particular writer is saying that that the the ninety seven dollar iPhone three GS is not really a bargain when you consider that there's a three hundred and twenty five dollar early termination fee, and that the fourth gen iPhone is going to have all kinds of you know nifty new features that everyone's going to want, including things like know longer battery life and a front-facing camera well we don't know these things but we're guessing uh front-facing camera for video chats and, and the faster a4 processor for what will probably be somewhere in the neighborhood of, of a, like a hundred to 150 dollars over the you know the existing deals for the the 3gs iphone now what i found kind of kind of not correct in this story was just because apple comes out with a new phone doesn't make the phones that everyone had before a piece of crap. I mean, they're still they're that's, still darn uh, good I mean, phones. Yeah, that's exactly what was going through my mind when you were just mentioning that. I thought, well, hang on a minute, it doesn't suddenly make it bad. And that early termination fee, I don't think just is on the iPhone either. I think it's on a few of their their contracts now that they're putting out. Yeah, I, I, I think it's pretty. There, I, so. I, I, as I understand it, it was on all of AT and T's smartphones. Yeah, yeah. These new fees, and I don't think that this is just related to you know the iPhone coming out, but there's been a a, a number of new Android phones that have come out as well. And all right. Some of the problems that 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 have come about with the with the the Android, and you know, people, please feel free to. Send us email, you know, twitter.com slash macparrot, twitter.com slash gazmaz, uh, guy or gaz at mymac.com, and feedback at mymac.com. If you disagree with me, boy, wasn't that good? That was just that like, was unpressed. Zing, I'm, I'm zing, 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 zing. So you're, um, on, you're on fire now. Yeah, except I forgot what I was going to say. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it, the, the one of the problems with the, with the Android market, uh, besides the, the kind of splintering. That, that we've seen with all these different companies making Android OS-based phones is that some of these phones, especially the ones that are, and you know, these are phones less than a year old, can't be upgraded to later Android OS releases. Yeah. At all. I mean, yeah. just not at all. Now, even at least with, with the iPhone, you can go back two years with the 3G and install OS four. Well, we think and install OS four when that comes out. Yeah, that's there. There is it actually a little bit of speculation about that, isn't it? About the new phone and, and, and how far back the uh, the 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 phones will be able to run uh, OS four. But so far, Apple have been pretty good at making sure that um, the even the older phones can still use the most up to date software. Yeah. Which you know is is something you don't always see from companies. So. Um, you know, rah rah and well done, Apple. Let's hope they can keep it that way. But of course, I've seen a big difference in my iPod Touch, and we'll come on to it a little bit later, I suppose, and the software and running on a certain yeah. device. But uh, yeah, that's it's good of Apple that they they can do that. But there there comes a point when you know bigger and faster, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But you you would think that with a phone released less than a year ago, 
that you would be able to go from oh, you know, yeah, the Android yeah. Android two to Android two point one or two point two, and some of them can't do it. That yeah, that is not good. That is not good. Yeah, you know, and and this is where Apple's um, hardware control and software control come into play. In that, you know, yeah, okay, it's more of a closed market than something like. You know, HTC or some of these, or Motorola, some of these companies releasing Android-based phones. But at the same time, there's a consistency with the hardware and the software that you can't get with an open market. You you look at the the two phones that that Microsoft just released. The uh, oh, I can't even think of what the name of it is now. Well, I've not seen them released. To be perfectly honest with you, that's uh, you know, slap my slap me on the wrist, but. I, Smartphones, just apart from the iPhone, I'm, and you know, seeing some information about some of these other phones, I'm really not interested in any others. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, there was the, um, oh, I, I can't think of it. There's this like little square phone that would probably be great for your 13 year old daughter. It's probably called Zoom Call. No, well, it, uh, it's running. <laughs> it's running Windows Windows Phone Seven. Right, but right. You've got that phone, and then you have a more traditional, you know, three and a half inch screen phone, also running Windows Phone Seven. But these are two, and I can't understand why Microsoft would do this. These are two completely different phones with completely different screens running the same OS, and it, it almost seems like they're they're trying to, to sabotage Windows Phone Seven before it even gets out the door. I mean, why would you why would you go to all that trouble and then and then throw something out there that isn't you know? I mean, when people start making apps for these phones, there'll be you know some apps that are only good for this little square thing, and then other apps that'll run on the, the three and a half inch device. I, I think I've long ago stopped trying to Figure work out, out yeah what, what they're marketing does. and what their process. Is. I, you, you do actually get to a, a certain size of company, and Apple may end up getting that way eventually. Uh, you get so big that one department is just not connected with another department, and so-called departments would you, which you'd expect to be integrated, they seem to be such at a loss with each other. And I've seen plenty of larger companies go that way. So let's just hope that that's something which Apple can keep a control on and make sure that they keep their divisions intertwined and interconnected. Well, that that was part of that was part of what almost killed the company back in the nineties. Yeah. And when Jobs came back, he you know he kind of put the hammer down on on a lot of the the craziness that was going on in the company at the time and said, you know what, we're not going to bother with this, we're not going to bother with that, we're not going to bother yep. with this out the door. And if you don't like it, you know, take you and your and your silly ass you know designs and ideas with you. This is what we're doing. So, speaking of Apple, and this is a Mac podcast, so we we typically speak about Apple. Um, the iPads were were finally put out in some other country other than the United States. And, and I had a particular term for that. I love that term. It's the <laughs> it's the Euro lease of the Euro iPads. Lease. Euro Excellent. lease of the iPad. <laughs> and I believe you had you had kind of put your order in for one, didn't you guys? Yeah, well, I, I think I've mentioned on par shows that I actually got a pre-order in the 10th. And a lot of people, and especially a lot of my uh, geeky Twitter friends that uh, I'm often chatting with, seem to be receiving their devices on the Thursday. Now, the delivery date was actually on. Um, actually stated on or before Friday the 28th of May. And all oh, my friends, it's turned up, it's turned up. I was watching these tweets come in and I'm thinking, great, I'm actually at work on a Thursday. And it's, you know. <laughs> so I said to my daughter, happened to be at home because she's on study leave. And I said, if you get a uh, you know knock on the door for a parcel, just, you know, just, just send me a message, will you? Just so I know it's there. Well, <laughs> No, no such text came. So oh. I thought, okay, fine. Um, it's obviously going to come tomorrow. But out of interest, I con- interest, I contacted the courier, which happened to be TNT, and they said, "Yeah, yeah, the guy he he had um, 125 Apple deliveries today." Wow, which, which sounded like rather a lot. Um, and she gave me some, I've got to say, some cock and bull story that the driver had been out since six in the morning. Well, I thought, hang on a minute, <laughs> you try and deliver to any household at six in the morning and they're not going to accept it anyway. But that's that's another story. Yeah. Any Anyway, I'm expecting it on the Friday. I'm thinking it better come, it better come. Well, come half past one. And I thought, I've got to go into a meeting soon. I'm going to be on the telephone and 
I, it's going to be pretty difficult for me to actually say, hang on a minute, the doorbell's gone. I've got to go and collect my iPad. <laughs> yeah, but they're going to want to hear that. Yeah, so I rang up TNT and she said, hang on a minute, I'll contact the driver. So she contacted the driver and said, he'll be with you in 15 minutes. Wow. And I just thought, hang on a minute, if I hadn't contacted you, would the driver have been another day? You know, anyway, story aside, it arrived at 2.25, my little iPad, the Apple iPad case, and a camera kit connection. Oh, See, that, I, I don't have that yet. Kit. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to using it. I've I've heard a few people say that that you know, the connection kit, the camera connection kit, is a great bit of kit. You know, it's got a USB connector on one of them. I'm actually going to try and do some recording because you can actually record your voice on the iPad. So, I'm oh, you're using the USB t- part? Yeah, yes. I'm going to uh, look forward to doing some experimenting with that. So yeah, I mean, I had to go into my meeting at two thirty and, and sat there looking at this box. <laughs> you couldn't use it until after the meeting. You're probably well, sitting there going, "God, we yeah. just all shut up." Yeah, I was drool. I was drooling. You know, it wasn't actually that bad because it, it gave me time to get it out of the box and get it sinking. Okay. So and it was sinking for a little while. So actually, it wasn't too bad a, a time. But as soon as my the family came home, my two girls came home. They came upstairs, and I had, you know, I probably had quite a big grin on my face. And they, took, <laughs> and they went, where is it? And Did grabbed. you hold up a chair? And it's like, no, yeah, back, uh, back, yeah, foul yeah, beast, yeah, get yeah, back. I got the whip. <laughs> get back. It's my iPad. Mine. I, didn't, I didn't see it for the next day and a half. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I know uh, just before just before we started, we started this segment, you had to go and retrieve it from downstairs. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do, you, how do you like it so far? It's it's, it's rubbish. Large, I'm getting rid of it tomorrow. A, a lot of people are saying, well, it's just a large iPod Touch. Was well, that it, so bad? It is so much more than a large iPod Touch guy. It really is so much more than a large iPod Touch. I, It's doing everything that I expected it to do. I mean, I fully expected my usage, um, how I thought it would be used, would be as a living room device where I wouldn't have to bring my MacBook and right. use that because that's what I was doing. You know, I've, you know, there's three, there's three women in the house. You know, some of the programs they watch on TV, I've got to say, I'm not that interested in. <laughs> As in most of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I'll sit there with the MacBook on. But you know, having a MacBook, it's 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 a little bit. You know, you've almost got a wall between yourself because right. you know, I might be on the MacBook and then watching the TV. But hey, we still chat. You know, we still talk to each other. And I envisaged this as being because I was basically using using the iPod Touch to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, the screen is you know much smaller. Sure. And I was envisaged envisaging using this you know in replacement of the macbook well apart from tonight actually you haven't had it that the, much I, I haven't touched well i have I've, yeah i've had i've had the macbook quite the ipad a little bit but actually uh, tonight was the first time i had to power up the macbook since and i've been using it just like that it sits there um we grab it and it's I use it for checking my email. It's a sure. beautiful device for checking email. And um, what is great is you don't have to power your machine up. Now I don't leave my machines on, especially in the MacBook. That sits there waiting to be powered up and, and used. It doesn't just sit there. Oh, you don't put it, it to sleep, sleep or anything? No, no, not really. Not really. Because it is still using power. Yeah, and it's not always used. You see, the the Mac Mini is, is more likely to be powered up and sat in sleep mode, whereas the MacBook is less because it just doesn't get the usage. Okay, the so then you've thing, got like a minute or two waiting for that to boot up. When you yeah, yeah, and then obviously go into the account, et cetera, et cetera, wait for everything to clean up and then go. But the fantastic thing with the with the iPad is you you know you press that button and just like your phone and just like the iPod Touch, bang, it's up. It's on. And it, it's just uh, for surfing. The surfing experience is terrific. Reading emails and checking emails—that is just. Well, let me ask you something really quick. Um, which way do you prefer to read the emails, in portrait or landscape? I don't know yet because I'm I'm doing both. I'm okay. doing both. I really like I, the landscape better right now. I like the landscape for going in and obviously arranging stuff, deleting emails, quickly going through them. But occasionally, yeah. when I read it, I do put it into uh, portrait mode. Which and it's just so great that you can just turn yeah. it and it's done. That's right. Because you can't really do that with a MacBook. No, <laughs> no, you're you're kind of stuck with the interface of mail, or you know whatever uh, your client is. 
and and so far i mean it's it's doing everything that i expected it so far and more i mean the the videos on it superb i mean the standard apps that you get with the the device itself mm-hmm. i don't know about you but they, they the picture quality is great yep um my wife has already watched a couple of um tv programs that um uh, she missed when they were uh, um broadcast live on terrestrial tv uh and she's yeah, she's already into it. She loves the loves the device for doing that because it's just everything is so easy. Yep. Um, you know, the iPod Touch. She wasn't really. She's not got a, an iPhone. She's not got an iPod Touch. And she, you know, she often saw me, you know, looking at the iPod Touch. But it wasn't. It was just too small for her. But this loves it. Absolutely loves it. Um, well, now, are there are there any apps in particular that you that you're liking right now? Well, as I say, I, although I've had my hands on it for a. a a certain amount of time i think the girls have had it longer than me and, and so far they've used an app called sketchbook and they've been using sketchbook to do some drawings they think cool. that's we'll super um that's a pretty good little app uh which you, you you can use it to create layers as well it's got a it's um an application and you can export uh, a psd file so you can then import into let's say pixelmator or um some other app on your machine when you send it to yourself on your machine and now, uh, do you have dropbox the Dropbox yes. app on that, yes. yes. So you can just yes. drop it right into there. Yeah, I'm not sure that you can save it to file yet. Uh, that's oh, the that's one right. thing with Sketchbook. You can't actually save it to a location within the iPad itself. Oh, you can itself. just email it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's that's not... That, uh, that's the limitation. I think I think that'll come with software updates later on. They'll realize yeah. that people oh, really yeah. need to do that. Um, so, yeah, the, they, the kids love that. Um, I've been... One, I, one little tip that I have been... Because I've just been using the standard apps, but one little tip that I thought I'd try was I didn't stick all of my iPod Touch apps onto the iPad. Um, because I thought, well, there's no good. This doubling screen is going to look, you know, awful. But to be perfectly honest with you... It's not bad. It's not bad at all. There are, in particular, there are a couple of games. One is called Real Racing. I don't know if you've got that. Uh, and another one called Let's Golf, which I bought on my iPod Touch. Well, it must have been, well, it must have been a year and a half, almost two, two years ago now. And it, it's given me a new lease of life to try those games again. And, and there are some there are some games that that were released for the the iPhone and the iPod Touch that on the small screen just doesn't really work that well. Uh, one that I use is called ATC 4.0, which is an air traffic control game. Yeah. And, and on the iPhone, I mean, everything is so tiny, and you're having to maneuver these planes around, and you run out of what you know what is very small real estate very very quickly. And I got frustrated and stopped playing it. They, they, they seem they seem so much more natural on this size of device, don't they? Yeah, I, I put it on the iPad and just hit that little two X button, and whoop, it, you know it. With some of the iPhone games, hitting the two X button can be kind of a you know hit or miss. Yeah, but on yeah, ones you, like ATC four point it's great. Yeah, you've got to try some of them because some of them they just don't look right. But Chromag Rally, that's a, a game that I had early on. That's that's pretty cool. And I'm sure some of the the devices, uh, some of the games that have got which are HD versions in the App Store, I'm sure they've got extras, and I'm sure the clarity and and you know it's more defined to work on the device. And they're probably great. But if you've got some of these games and you're thinking, oh, I don't want to have to spend all the money, you know, because I really like that game, just try it on the iPad. Just sync it across and try it and see what it's like because some of them are are amazingly good, amazingly good. Yeah. uh, You know, one of the demos that they had was uh, Flight Control HD. And on the the nine inch screen, it, it's just amazing. They have more runways and there's more planes, and it, yes, it's just yeah. a better game. Uh, yeah. One app that I've found that I'm kind of experimenting with is called Pulse from Alfonso Labs, and this is a an RSS based news aggregator. And what it does is, you know, it, instead of just giving you a, a simple list from you know, like the different websites. It basically has the websites, the, not the websites, but the, the, the aggregated feed from each of the websites yeah. in, in, in columns, or actually rows going across the iPad. But each row is independent. So when you move one row, the other ones stay exactly where they are. It's very, Excellent. very pretty. Because I'm still looking for an, a decent RSS reader for the iPad myself at the moment. Well, you should try this one. I think it was. Uh, I, I'd have to look. I think it was one ninety nine, two ninety nine. I'm not sure what that would be in the UK. Uh, I really, really like it. It is a couple things that it still needs. It needs video support. Um, 
but other than that, I, I think this is the app that I'm going to use to do that. Cool. That sounds. I, I think I'll have to give that a try because there's. I mean, I I I use Net Newswire on um, on the Mac Mini. Um, and I've I've got into a routine of using it and how I define whether I've read an item or not, and, and I've just got into a you know a workflow with it, and I I just haven't found yet a decent RSS reader. Even the Net Newswire reader itself on the um, on the iPhone or iPod Touch doesn't quite match up to its its big brother on the Mac. So uh, I'm still looking for something which um, which will work for me um, on the iPod Touch and the iPad. Yeah, well, Pulse Pulse from Alfonso Labs looks to be eventually a really really great app. Okay, I'm looking at it right now, three ninety nine to buy the app, which is a little cool. pricey maybe for an RSS reader, mm-hmm. but yeah. this this is yeah. this has got some some really really cool um, visual ways to to deal with the information. Uh, yeah. Just go ahead, go to iTunes, look that up, and you know decide for yourself. But I like well, it. Yeah, there's another app which uh, I quite like, which I've been going into, and it's called Eyewitness. It's from uh, The Guardian, a newspaper over here. Uh, and it's just, it's it's got like, I think there's, I can't remember who it was, but over in the States there was um, some large newspaper did um, a photo of the day. Uh, and this is pretty much a similar thing. It's called The Guardian Eyewitness. And it takes, it gives you a little piece about a picture of the day. Now, it is obviously a little, well, I say it's uk orientated it's not actually yeah. they're pictures from all around the world and they're it's just they're just really good they just show this device off to its 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 hilt it's just a superb it, we are going to be coming up with apps or we're going to be seeing apps uh, which people are going to think why didn't i have this 10 years ago yeah yeah well um i hope uh, john goralski is happy we've just talked about some apps and uh, I think it's it's almost time for us to go. I think we have one already. Little, already, already. Uh, we've been on now for this break for almost twenty five minutes. So yeah, good. We're, uh, we, uh, we we just we're trying we just to keep it under an much. hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, before we go, I think perhaps you ought to mention a little bit about the uh, the competition because I'm not sure that we've told anybody uh, roughly when the three hundred show will be, and perhaps we ought to tell them a little bit about uh, when they'll get their. Uh, uh, when they get their request for a uh, contest entry in, well, they they need to get their their entries in no later than Friday, June twenty fifth. Uh, I'd say midnight J- Friday, June twenty fifth, Eastern Standard Time here in the U.S. Okay. The the three hundredth podcast will be released on Thursday, August first, and on that podcast, we'll announce the winners. Excellent. And Good stuff. I think that's going to be it for tonight, Gaz. Thank you so very much for being here. Well, it's been fun as usual. Yep. And we uh, we didn't cut a commercial tonight, so we're not all like flustered and frustrated going going into the show. <laughs> and um, I hope you all have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. And thank you for listening to the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to podcast at MyMac.com. Be sure to check out our other shows, including Geekiest Show Ever, My Phototech Podcast, Your Own Victory Garden, and Sam's Cool Picks. All available in iTunes.